Shawty, what's all with y'all? Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. It she know about the kid and fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up all with y'all. But Shawty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the lotto. Okay. This slow mulatto. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lovecast. Uh, we have a very special episode today. Um, we are joined by a new member, maybe, of the Lovecast, uh, NFL expert Alex Wickow. He is uh, at the University of Cincinnati right now. Um, he was from myself, Butsy, and Max's hometown, so we're very happy to have him here. And uh, he has today given us some, some pre-draft NFL power rankings that we're going to discuss and talk about. And then after that, we are gonna go through our top five QBs in the draft. So we're very excited. Zwick, happy to have you here. How are you feeling? Yes, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm excited to get into these rankings. All right, yeah, sweet. Um, Butsy, how are you feeling today? How how you feeling? So great. Vibes are high. No, no complaints. <laughs> happy to have a new member on a new part of the family. New member of the family. Right. Yeah, I love it. Love um, all right, it. so Zwick is gonna kind of run down uh, a couple of his. Uh, he's going to do his top 10 for, for his power rankings. And then Butsy and I are going to jump in and we're just going to tear it to shreds. So Zwick, why, why don't you take it away? All right. So number one, we got, you know, the team, we all, we all hate, uh, at least I hate the chiefs. Um, there's not much to explain there. They have Patrick Mahomes and they have Andy Reed and that's, it's kind of all you need. And so number two, I would go the Eagles for sure. Uh, they just locked up their quarterback for the future. They kind of saved their free agency at the end, I'd say, by retaining Darius Slay. But, um, yeah, I would put them at number two. Number three, I would put my Bengals. Um, future, future is super bright and – not much to say there. 49ers, not much to say there. Really, really good defense. Really, really good skill group. Um, for five, I'd put the Bills. Um, they have Josh Allen. They have Stephon Diggs. Their defense is kind of shaky. Their run game is kind of shaky, but they're still a really, really good team. Number six, I'd have the Cowboys. Michael Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore. That defense is looking scary for sure. And number seven, I have the Vikings, and that's kind of – they're we all knew they were frauds last year. Basically we all knew they were leaving the playoffs pretty early, but they have Justin Jefferson. They have Delvin cook for now and they have a really good offense. So at eight, I have the dolphins, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. They just got Jalen Ramsey. They just got Bradley Chubb last year. So the defense is looking a lot better. And Mike McDaniel is, is a genius. Uh, number, Number nine, I have the Ravens with Lamar. That's assuming Lamar stays without Lamar. They'd be way down the list. Uh, I would say, yeah, there's not much to say with the Ravens. They have a good defense. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, so, yeah, number nine, I have the Ravens. Number 10, I have the Jaguars. Um, we're yet to see Calvin Ridley play for them, and their defense is only getting better. Trevor Lawrence is only getting better, so – yeah, number 10, I got the Jaguars. All right, yeah. First of all, I like uh, I did like the list a lot. I didn't have a ton of problems with it. Um, the Ravens is an interesting one because of this Lamar situation, but I don't think either Butsy or I really wanted to touch it because it's like, what do you do with the Ravens? If yeah. they do have Lamar, 
they could be higher than nine. And if they don't have Lamar, I would think they're probably way lower than nine. Um, so, Butsy, why don't you take it away here? What are you seeing on this list that you disagree with? Uh, I don't really disagree with much. I'm not going to lie. I think this is a pretty solid list. Uh, there are some interesting, I have some interesting takes on some of the teams uh, on this list, though. Um, one of the teams I'll start with who I see moving up in this list or who I have a length a little higher is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I think that adding Stephon Gilmore in the secondary uh, is literally the missing piece that they need. I think their secondary was the only weakness in this defense last year. Their pass rush was absolutely elite. Their front seven did an incredible job. Uh, their secondary just got burned a few too many times. So I think adding, you know, former defensive player of the year, what, two years ago, two or three years ago at this point? Yeah, I think it was 2019. Uh, yeah, yeah. So adding him uh, is really going to help fix that secondary. And I think Tony Pollard as well is destined for a huge, huge season. Um, we saw when they did the, you know, the double-headed dragon in the backfield last year. It worked, uh, but t- Tony Pollard definitely was more explosive uh, made a lot more plays, is very elusive in the open field. So I'm looking for him to have an absolutely insane year this year. And then as well, the addition of a new OC uh, getting uh, – what the fuck's his name? Um, what the fuck was our old OC? Oh, uh, um, blanket, Joe, blanket. Joe Lombardi? No. Jordan, help me out. He just went uh, to the Chargers. Kellen Moore? Kellen Moore. Getting Kellen Moore out of there I think is huge. Oh, I think he was okay. kind of a cancer for – uh, this Cowboys offense, I think bringing a new OC is going to help Dak uh, restore a lot of confidence and, you know, help eliminate a lot of the mistakes that he played last year. So that's a team that I have uh, a little higher on this power rankings. I would probably, oh man, I don't know. I would probably stick them at five above the bills, uh, but I don't know if they're Niners level yet. I think they're going to be neck and neck though all season with that. Yeah, team. I think it's interesting because the Cowboys did definitely shore up the defense, which was the big weakness, but I mean, Zwick has him at six, which is really high. So, it, I don't know. What do you think about putting him over the Bills? I don't like it. I mean, I think they're a really good team, but I also know that they have the Eagles in their division. Right. And I just – I can't trust Dak. Like, you need an elite, elite, elite quarterback to win in the playoffs, and I don't think Dak is there yet. I mean, we just – Josh Allen is easily a top three quarterback, and we just saw him, you know, not play so well in the playoffs. But Dak, man, like that was it that four or five, like game stretch towards the end of the season, he could just not stop turning the ball over. And, I mean, they did get Brandon Cooks. I like that, but they lost Dalton Schultz. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Didn't quite sway him, Butsy. You'll get him next time. No worries. <laughs> well, you know, we'll talk at the end of the season. Gilmore's big. He's big. Yeah. Let the season talk for itself. Josh Allen, easily top three QB. We might have to have that debate uh, later on Ooh. as well. But um, okay, I'll give my piece a little bit, and I'm gonna spoil a little bit of the rest of the list. So Zwick has the Chargers at 11, and he has the Lions at 12. So I'm moving up the Lions. I'm a, I'm a Lions guy. I- this year all the way I'm high uh, too. I think 12 is way too low so last year they're I, I've kind of made this argument already on a podcast but last year they go third in yards fourth in touchdowns fifth in points scored their offense was awesome I don't think that's why you have them that low um Goff obviously had a career year Amon Ra huge fan I think he looks like a real number one um and then obviously Swift and Williams in the backfield I mean phenomenal run game just a great skill group overall on offense. So I don't think many people are going to really, you know, question their offense. Now, obviously they go third in opponent points per game last year. Defense was just horrible. Um, 
really couldn't stop anyone. But the reason I'm moving them up is they have two first rounders this year. Um, I don't know exactly what those picks are, but they also have a ton of cap space. They're getting their defense better before the start of the year. So I'm moving them up um, with an improved defense, clearly explosive offense. I think, honestly, I think they can win the North. Um, I'm not going to do who I'm moving down yet, but I have them. I have the Lions above the Vikings, and I have them right in there with the Jags, the Chargers, and the Ravens, kind of in that tier. What do you think, Swick? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Audio troubles. Oh, Zwick, where are you? We can't oh, no. Oh, no, we can't hear him. <laughs> oh, no, this is bad. This is very oh, bad. God. Very right. bad first podcast for Zwick. Oh, did he leave? Nope, still here. Oh. Still here. Still... Okay, we're back. Zwick is back. We had some technical difficulties with the AirPods. <laughs> Um, Zwick, what, what's your problem with the Lions, man? Why are they at 12? I haven't seen it yet, really, with the defense. I think Aiden Hutchinson is great. I think Kirby Joseph is great at uh, free safety on the back end. But they still have a big hole at corner. I know they just sent Jeff Okuda off to the Falcons for, I think, like a fifth-round pick. So sending a high – high in uh, first round pick offer a fifth round pick just two or three years later means he was bad. They means they don't believe him, believe in him. I know he's gone now, so it doesn't really matter anymore, but I don't know. I have to see it from the defense first. I I think, I think they'll beef it up in the draft for sure. Yeah. So I was going to say, let me ask you this. If they go out and they get uh, a corner that you really like in the draft, uh, can we move these guys up a little bit? Oh, absolutely. If they get if they get Christian Gonzalez corner from Oregon, I think they will absolutely bump them up to like the eight, nine range. I think I I want to believe now that they will be better than the Vikings. And I think they will. But I it's just hard for me to say it yet because the Vikings are so talented on offense, but they have so many holes on defense. OK, so yeah, like but see, I'm actually going to go here because sure, sure. The Vikings are who I'm going to move down. So let's go right into that. I think the Lions are winning the North uh, this year. So Dalvin last year is a big part of that for me. Dalvin's season last year, like, scared me. I I don't think he looked the same. He didn't have the same explosion. Um, I just don't think he's the same guy anymore. And I think it's kind of weird they paid Madison, like, what they get, like, seven mil a year. um, Coming off a season where I think he had a career low in touches. Um, So I think that kind of shows they – see the decline in Dalvin too. And if you're, I know Madison's a good back, but he's not what Dalvin was. And Dalvin's obviously not what Dalvin was. So um, concerned there. I know they have Jettas. He's awesome. Um, Defense again, isn't good. So if, if the reason, you know, you want them above the lines is the defense, I would kind of disagree with that. Um, They gave up the second most yards in the league. Uh, And I mean, that wild card game, they made Daniel Jones look like he was Tom Brady or, Joe Burrow or something they like made, they made Daniel Jones 160 million dollars so exactly yeah yeah true they literally got Daniel Jones uh his contract so I have him behind the Lions I think seven I think is very ambitious um I I have them like I might even say they're down at 12 like where the Lions are that's fair what uh what's what's keeping the Vikings up there for you Number 18, really. 
they have Justin Jefferson. He's such a difference maker. I know, I mean, they definitely have to add someone in the draft. And I think we'll see them do that in the second round, probably. Um, their offense is really good. I know that it's kind of stuttered out in the playoffs last year. Kirk Cousins is, I know it's not, he's not the guy, but he, he played really well last year. I don't think they can make a run in the playoffs, but I know they can go 13 and four or something like that, like they did last year, I think. But you're right, the defense is bad. And it was exposed in the playoffs by an average quarterback. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, they just always seem to win 10 plus games. They always, they're coached very well. And I think that they can do it again. Yeah, that's true. The NFC is again, not the, yeah. of the two conferences. Um, What are your thoughts on Dalvin? Are you with me that he's declining? Oh, he's for sure declining. I think this past season was the first time he's ever finished a season so i guess that's a good sign but yes yeah he he makes a lot of money and i'm just not a fan of paying running backs a lot of money i mean i couldn't tell you the last time a team won a super bowl with a running back who makes a lot of money and i don't think it's a recipe for success i he's definitely declining and i think the vikings will save five or six million dollars if they cut him and i think that that will absolutely happen soon wow i'm not gonna lie it's wicked it sounds that's a hot take it sounds like you're on my side here but uh you know we'll we'll keep him at seven where you have him for now but yeah do you have something to add here yeah i'm gonna jump in on the vikings real quick um i think they were an impressive like nine and one or something like that in one score Mm -hmm. games last year like i i think i Something, something very, very stupid like that. I think that's going to be very hard to repeat year in and year out. Um, how many games did they win on a last-second field goal or fucking an insane Justin Jefferson catch? Like, they just had so many of those games where they don't play well and then they find a way to win. The Colts, they, they blew a 30, like, what, 33-3 to three lead or something like that, like the one of the biggest leads in NFL history. So I, I just don't think that they're going to get that lucky again this year. Um, they are very talented and they are very well coached. I just don't think their talent level is capable. Ah, man, it's really close because I think they could win the North, but if, if the, if, uh, if, oh my God, Detroit doesn't do anything about their secondary, I think Minnesota will win the North, but if they can beef up that secondary with the way their offense is, I, I think it's Detroit's division. But uh, I, I do expect to see a decline from Minnesota this year, big time. And I think it's going to be noticeable, too, um, especially after the year they had last year. They had a very successful regular season. I don't think it'll be as successful this year. Uh, and I think their trajectory is the same. I think it's a first round exit for them. Wild um, exit. I just have a question for the crowd. Uh, where sure. Where is everyone on Kirk Cousins? Is he top 10, top 12, top 15? Where, where are we at? Wow, that's tough. I, I, think, um, he's, uh, I think he's like 12. Uh, that's I, off the top of my head, but I would have him in that range. I was going to say 12, 11, too. It's like some, I think he's 10 or below. Uh, I, th- I don't think you can put him in your top 10. Or sorry, I think I guess you could put him at 10, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I'd have to have a bulletin, you know, list of QBs in front of me. But I think off of our domes, we could name 10 guys better than Kirk Cousins. Excuse me. So I, I would have him in our, uh, my 10, or sorry, 10, 11, 12 range, um, possibly lower. Um, it's interesting because, 
he makes plays sometimes and you're like, holy shit, that's a great ball. And then he just has some dumbass mistakes sometimes. And you're like, that's, that's Kirk cousins. Like yeah. that's Kirk cousins in prime time, or that's Kirk cousins at one o'clock. Like it's very, it's, you know, very hot or cold uh, depending on the game. So he just has really good flashes. Then he also is just kind of really bad at times. So, you know, mediocre 12th QB in the league is, is about where, you know, I, I see him. Zwick. I would have to agree with that. I think he's right around the nine, 10, 11, 12 area. I think he's he's just average, right? I mean, we saw it in the playoffs. He we saw it against subpar teams. We saw him struggle like against the Giants who have a terrible secondary and I I don't think he's the guy. I mean, I know he's not the guy. I know he's overpaid and I think that the Vikings are doing Justin Jefferson a disservice by keeping him around even longer because he knows better things are coming or at least different things are coming for the Vikings. And I just, I just don't think you can win a Super Bowl with him. And that's the goal at the end of the day. And yeah, I guess that's, that's what I would say about him. Yeah. I was going to say it, uh, it, it doesn't hurt that he plays as one of the, or I would say the best receiver in the league. I hope that's not too hard for you. No, yeah, but, uh, Butsy, Butsy, go ahead. Do you have uh, someone you wanted to move down? Yeah, I do. And this is going to be controversial as fuck, but I'm moving down the bills, man. I am very, very low on this team. And it may be biased Patriots fan, you know, spewing some bullshit, some New England dumbass bullshit. But I really believe that this Bills team has a lot of question marks next to them. I think it's a case where, they beat teams just because they're better than them and they have more talent, not because they're coached better or because their game plan was better. Like when it really came down to it, I mean, the Dolphins third string QB took the bills to the wire at home. Like that should never happen in a million years. And yet it did. And, you know, there were question marks to this Bills team all year. Josh Allen appeared to be doing too much in that game towards the end of the season as well. And in the playoffs, he just appeared to be doing way too much with his legs. Uh, thinking he was Patrick Mahomes. He's not as elusive as he is because he's, I don't know what, six fucking five. Like he's a ginormous human being. He's a truck, not a, not an agility guy. Um, he just looked to be like he was doing too much. And also their coaching was just kind of mad for me. Um, I think, but it's really tough to move them down because of how talented they are. And they do have Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and Dawson Knox and, some absolute weapons everywhere. I would probably put them at seven. I have the Vikings a lot lower too. So I would probably move up the Cowboys to five. And then I don't even know, man. I don't know. I, the, I can't. I, fins over the, the bills. I, I don't think I can put the fins over the bills. So okay. I would probably just inter- like, honestly, I would just probably swap the Cowboys and bills uh, on that five, six list. Um, but I absolutely see why the bills are at five. I don't know. I don't know. I want to get your guys' opinion because I think there's a lot of question marks to this team, uh, especially with their play uh, in the their performance in the playoffs these last few years. Yeah, go ahead, Zwick. Yeah, I think Josh Allen is I, he is so so talented, and I think he's easily, like I said, top three, maybe four or five quarterback. He definitely tries to do too much. Um, I think he is a just okay decision maker. He 
certainly takes takes risks and tries to do too much and they don't have a consistent run game. I know their offensive line is a little shaky and um, Devin Singletary isn't the best back in the league, but Allen was their run game for exactly. Let's be honest. And that can't happen because it's not sustainable and you can't stay healthy like that. And their defense is just so like Von Miller was hurt. I know. But in Tredavious White was hurt, I know. But they're outside of like Matt Milano and Poyer in the second. Yeah, area. Jordan Poyer. It's really inconsistent. Their pass rush. I know Von Miller is hurt, but their pass rush was really inconsistent. I mean, we watched Joe Burrow have all day with the bad offensive line to throw against the Bills. And if you have four or five, six seconds in the pocket, you're going to get picked apart. It doesn't yeah. matter how good your secondary is by a good quarterback. So I think the Bills, maybe I put them a little too high, but they still have Josh Allen. They still have Stefan Diggs. They still have Dawson Knox, and they have a really good coach. And I just think they'll always be up there. And I think they'll probably disappoint again because unless they get a consistent running game, run game, like if they draft Bijan Robinson, then I would be a little scared. Yeah. But yeah. they have other positions they need. And so I'm as a Bengals fan, I'm not fearing them in the AFC, but I also know that Josh Allen is that guy and he can light it up whenever he wants yeah. to. So yeah, Von Miller's also like 63 years old, so you probably don't want to rely <laughs> on him to be your saving grace too much. Interesting. Um, a Bengals fan. If I'm a Bengals fan, I'm putting those guys right at two um, over the Eagles. But that's a, a story for another day. I think honestly, I like the Bills at five. Um, I just I can't put the Cowboys over them. And last the Cowboys year, are the Cowboys. Is that why? Like no, it's because it's Josh Allen versus Dak Prescott, and not that Dak is bad but honestly he's closer to Kirk Cousins than he is to Josh Allen so and it's, it's weird because like last year the Bills were the favorites going into the year and now we have them at five and we're saying they might be too high um I don't think so I, I like them right at five but let's just is that do you guys want to touch on that anymore I was just gonna say B. John Robinson would be an absolute steal yeah. for them like I'm he was they do not get him Dude, yeah. that, I mean, as a Bengals fan, I would really hope that they don't get him because he was so fucking good at Texas last year. It was unbelievable watching him play football. Yeah. All right, I'm done. That, that was it. I just wanted to suck off uh, Robinson a little bit. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. Um, all right, we got four minutes left in the Zoom, but that is all we're going to do for – or that's all we had planned for the, the draft power rankings, but I'm just going to run down a little bit and talk, you know, just about some things I see. Um, so we have – the Giants right at 16. I mean, the Giants are a team I, I think can make some noise. I hate the Titans this year. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I think they might uh, end up in the 20s at some point uh, by the end of this year. Um, let's see. The Pats at 20. Let's do a little Pats talk. What, what, what are we feeling? <laughs> 20. I mean, we could be 25 or we could be 15, I think. Yeah, I mean I, – I know you guys are Patriots fans, but I – I can't see it happening. I Bill Belichick refuses to give his quarterback weapons. I mean, they could still go out and get D hop. They could still go out and draft a Bijan Robinson or a really good receiver like Quentin Johnson or someone like of that nature. But 
if he hasn't done it before, I don't know why he would do it now. Mac Jones is shaky to me. The defense is really, really good. They have almost so no flaws on defense. So good. <laughs> but I just can't trust – I. Okay, I will say I should be higher on them because Bill O'Brien coming back will do a lot for Mac Jones and that offense. Because or Bailey Zappi. Who knows? Or Bailey Zappi because watching Matt Patricia call plays last year was hard. Was difficult Billy will be better fucking figured out, by the way. Yeah. yeah it, it, was, right. it was beyond hard to watch. Did you have something, Butsy? Yeah, I got two. Actually, I'll say one quick thing. Uh, Denver Broncos at 24. Could be very criminal because I think if Sean Payton can come in and turn Russell Wilson around, this team could be fucking elite. There was a stat, might have been through week nine or week 10. But he loves the Broncos. He loves it. Huh? Mm. I said you love this stat. This is like your stat. This is like my stat. This is Jordan (laughs) knows. This is like my stat. I think it was through week 10. If the Broncos just scored 18 points a game, they would have been eight and two. Like, 18 fucking points and you have Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy and fucking weapons everywhere. Not actually not great weapons, but you do have some talent on the outside. So uh, I expect a very uh, much improved season from the Denver Broncos. Uh, If anyone can turn Russell Wilson around, it's Sean Payton, arguably one of the best coaches in NFL history. Is this, is this the lack of belief in Russwick? It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. I, I don't believe in him. I think his arm is not what it used to be. And he wasn't the healthiest last year. And that offensive line is not great. I know they just signed Mike McGlinchey, but I'm not a big fan of him. And so, yeah, I mean, for me, it boil- the defense is great. Pat Sertain is easily a top two corner in the league, probably the best. Uh, their run defense is spectacular, but I, it all boils down to I don't believe in Russ. Yeah, that I mean that's that's gonna be the story all year. All right, so we got through twenty four teams. No one cares about the other eight. Hopefully, uh, if you really want them, give Zwick a, a call and we'll send it over. But <laughs> we're gonna end this Zoom. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the QBs coming out of the draft. All right, we are back. Took a brief break. We're gonna talk about our top five QBs in this draft. So kind of an interesting class of QBs coming out. Definitely a good class, um, I would say. A lot of teams need QBs. A lot of teams are going to get QBs. Uh, Zwick, you're our guest. Let's start with you. Who's going number one? I think C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback in the class, but I've seen that Bryce Young has canceled all of his um, other visits besides the Panthers. So I think that Bryce Young will be headed to Carolina. Um, He is really talented, really good quarterback. He – I know he's on the smaller side. He reminds me of like a prime rust, extremely accurate with the ball and has a lot of, has great pocket presence and ability to, he's never going to break tackles, but just to kind of wiggle his way out of the pocket and escape when he needs to do. So I think Bryce Young will end up going first overall. So I have a question for, I have a question for you, Zwick. Uh, I heard a TikTok the other day. And a guy made the comparison of Bryce Young because of the size and all that to Drew Brees. Yeah. I want to know. I don't know if you've heard that. I don't know how you feel about that, but I want to get your opinion on that. I have heard that. And I think I, I like that comparison because they're both short or shorter and they're both extremely accurate. You know, Drew Brees is one of the most accurate quarterbacks of all time, if not the most. And I know that's what Bryce is. I've, I've watched him play and he's, 
absolutely insane the places he can put the ball but I like comparing him to Russ a little more just because I think he's a little more agile than Drew Brees was. I think he has these capability that Russ has or prime Russ had that Drew Brees didn't really have. And they're both shorter. They're both super accurate, throw the deep ball really well. I know Drew Brees struggled with arm strength a little bit. And I think Bryce Young does too. I think he could get a stronger arm and I'm sure he will as he progresses through the league. But I just like the Russ comp a little more just because of, that escapability factor and he has that that really that wiggle to move out of sacks and make extend the play down the field i like that a lot yeah i've heard both comps too i actually i like a nice Tua comp it's not as flashy as as the other two but i mean they're both bama guys they're both small um both probably going to be number one picks Tua super accurate also ton of hype around Tua when he was coming out and that's honestly kind of why I don't love Bryce Young, but we can get into that a little later. Um, so, so Zwick, if you were the Panthers, you would take Stroud. Is that right? I would. I okay, think... Butsy, who are you taking if you're the Panthers? Oh, Butsy might be occupied with, with a roommate situation. Are, are we all good over there? Mr. Butts? Yeah. yeah, sorry. My roommate came in and was causing problems, and he was talking about how Danny Dimes scored uh, or made a contract of $40 million a year. He just reminded me that. <laughs> The Giants were in conversation to take a QB uh, kind of weirdly after signing Daniel Jones to that massive contract. But, yeah, no, that conversation's over with. We're good. Uh, but do you have Young going number one, or would you take him number one? I – man, it's really tough. I would. I really would. I don't trust C.J. Shroud's uh, accuracy as much as I do Bryce Young. I think he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. Uh, Bryce Young, we saw at Ohio State. They had one of the best offenses in the country, obviously. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr., by the way, is an absolute fucking animal. That guy is so good. And he made C.J. Stroud look really good, too. Uh, it seemed like he was always open, and his deep ball is incredible. But on the short passes, some check downs, some slants, uh, those type of passes, I didn't see what I would have wanted to out of a first overall pick. Uh, so that's why I'm going to go Bryce Young. Um, and also kind of what Swick said, I would – you know, obviously he may go one or sorry, um, Bryce Young is going to go number one, but I would take him as well. Yeah, um, I am going to side with Zwick here. I like Stroud. Uh, I just think he's safer. I, I'm really like when I compared Bryce Young to Tua in, in their size and stuff, like I'm really worried about the injuries. I think he's, he's just tiny. He weighed in at 200 pounds. I don't think he's playing at 200 pounds. I think he's playing somewhere in the 190s. He probably beefed up. Uh, for the draft. And also, I, I really like Stroud. I think, you know, really good decision making, elite accuracy. And he's not like a freak athlete, but I think he's very good off script. I think he's um, easily athletic enough to create, you know, off script and outside the pocket. Very good arm talent, too. I, I like a little uh, maybe a, a Deshaun Watson comp for CJ Stroud, maybe a little Matt Ryan in him. What, what do you guys see in Stroud? Who do you compare him to? I see him as Deshaun is good. I forget who I said he I compared him to, but he is really, really talented. Um, the only thing that worries about me with him is that at Ohio State, he played a lot of weaker competition and he had, gosh, five, six seconds in the pocket at times. And that's just not going to happen in the NFL. True. And he struggled against the blitz. He struggled against cover zero. And I, I, I don't, and it's only going to get harder in the NFL, but when he has a clean pocket, he can put the ball anywhere he wants. He, 
especially on outbreaking throws. I know Marvin Harrison is a freak. He would be the best receiver in this class if he was in it. I know he had him, but he's just he is really accurate and really good at seeing the field. And I would take him first overall. Yeah, I that's I, I totally agree with that. I think um, you know, Bryce Young might be more talented, but Stroud seems safer and he he's very talented as well. Butsy, do you have Stroud at two? I do have Stroud at two. I have Bryce Young one and then I have Stroud at two. I don't think there's you know, those 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 two are interchangeable as we've kind of seen, uh, as we've talked about. But I really I, I you know, it's one A one B. I really don't think it's a one two. I I think it's more of a one A one B and you can flip either way, in my opinion. Zwick, do you have Bryce Young at two? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to be the guy, I guess, because I have Anthony Richardson at two. So, uh, I mean, there's always there's always one, right? And this in guy, every, this every, this uh, guy, <laughs> in every draft combo, there's the Anthony Richardson guy. I'm going to be him, and I mean, let's just talk about his athleticism. He's he ran a four four three, and he jumped forty and a half inches. He's also six four and two forty four. Um, obviously, rocket arm, but you know, didn't really have the experience, didn't have the production of the other guys. I have him at two more because I'm not, I'm not sold on Bryce Young. I, I think Bryce Young might have a short career um, to be very honest with you. And I think he's going to be in and out of lineups, uh, you know, his whole career. I just think he's too small and as good as he is with the ball in his hands, I think NFL is a different speed. It's a different level. It's different types of hits. And I think he's going to get hurt. So that's why I have Richardson, um, ahead of him it's not because I love Richardson it's more because I just don't trust Young to stay healthy and I think Richardson is either Cam Newton or like a backup but that's where I'm I am on Richardson it's a hot take but I do understand it he's getting a lot of Cam Newton comps coming out of the draft and rightfully so I mean he had the best quarterback or combine for a quarterback in history I think statistics wise um and I do understand the hype around Anthony Richardson I'll get to him later because I have a very, very flaming take around Anthony Richardson. Um, I'll get to him later, but I do understand why uh, there is a lot of hype around that guy. All right. Um, Zwick, you have Richardson at three? Yeah, I do have Richardson at three. All right, let's talk about him. What are your thoughts? The thing with me, with him, is he his accuracy is really, really inconsistent, kind of like Cam Newton's was. And yes, he's an athletic freak and he can extend plays and hit home run balls. He has the arm strength to absolutely do it, but you have to be able to make the easy throws and the the throws that pick up the first downs in the league. And his, he just wasn't that accurate. I mean, he had, I know he was playing in the SEC, so it's the hardest competition in college football, but he had he threw 17 touchdowns and nine interceptions. That just doesn't blow me away. That doesn't sell me. I think he has the highest ceiling. I think he absolutely could be Cam Newton or even better, but I'm just not sold on him right now. All right. It, for me, a lot of Richardson, like he's a project. He's a, he's a clear project. I think maybe you sit him a year um, if you see him in camp and maybe he doesn't look ready. How big is situation going to be with how Richardson's career plays out? I think it's going to be big. I think that if he goes to a team who has a good coach or that has a veteran that he can sit behind, like say he goes to the, I don't even know, like maybe the, like 
the Broncos wouldn't take him, but some a team like that who has a veteran who's maybe on the way out in three or four years who could really coach him up and really get him right could do wonders for his career for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go. Uh, Butts, do you have anything else you want to say on Richardson? I have met four. All right, so who do you have over him, Will? Levis. I got Levis. All right, yeah. Why? Let me talk about Will Levis a little bit because <laughs> I like this guy a lot. I think his arm talent is something that is very rare among NFL QBs. His strength is fucking ridiculous. Um, I know he was obviously playing in the SEC too. Uh, you know, at Kentucky, they were meh, but they he lit up a very, very solid Iowa – or actually – Probably the best I would, you know, the best one of the best, best. Oh my God, one of the best defenses in the country, in the Iowa Hawkeyes in their bowl game. He looked really good. I think his arm talent is really rare, uh, and I think for longevity of a career, I don't know if Anthony Richardson can have. Like if I'm if I'm looking QBs for you know ten plus years, I don't know if I'm going to go Anthony Richardson over Will Levis. Uh, I know Will Levis's accuracy is is not great, but neither is Anthony Richardson's. Uh, you know, they both are different because while Richardson has a lot of explosiveness and obviously is a freak of nature, I think Will Levis's ability to throw the ball on the money uh, with, you know, a lot of emphasis and a lot of power is definitely something that can translate to the NFL uh, pretty a lot better than, you know, I guess athleticism as a QB, um, especially if answer, like you guys were talking about Anthony Richardson's placement like when what situation and what and what system he goes into. Uh if he has a bad old line, man, like he he's gonna be running for his life all all year and possibly his whole career, depending on what what goes on with him. Uh I just think Will Levis is a little more sound technically and I think that translates better to the NFL. Um so that's why I have him third over Anthony Richardson. Yeah. So this mock draft I'm looking at right now actually has Richardson going fifth to Seattle, which I think would be a phenomenal spot for him because I think that's a perfect place where he could sit for a year and learn from a veteran like Gino. Um, Gino obviously can use his legs too. So kind of learn from him in that regard. But yeah, I mean, I, I didn't get to watch a lot of Will Levis. I'm just, I don't know. I, I think sometimes it's worth it to take the flyer on a guy with this type of traits um Zwick where are you with Will Levis I like Levis I like that he's what six five and huge and has all the physical tools to be that Josh Allen or that Mahomes kind of guy but he he has inconsistent footwork um he I know he had a really bad team at Kentucky he didn't really get any favors from them so I think if you surrounded him with weapons and maybe a good old line and good coaching, I mean, who knows what could happen. He definitely has the tools to be that guy, but his footwork is very questionable. He'll be 24 years old by the time the season starts. And that is, I mean, that's three years older than uh, Stroud and Young. So I don't know. I think, I guess high risk, high reward with him. Definitely could flash, but I think he'll struggle at first. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. I think if he could go into a scenario where, you know, he's kind of mid to late first round and possibly get drafted into a system where he has a veteran QB in front of him uh, with a solid coaching staff that can really help him develop. I don't expect him to kind of play first year. I don't expect him to play right away. Uh, so if he can take a year 
And I know this is kind of a big thing with NFL QBs. It's like, do we play them? Do we sit them the year? Do we let them learn and develop? I think Will Levis is the perfect guy to let rest and develop for a year uh, and then have him come in. I know it's 25 is old, but uh, possibly get drafted into a system where there is good coaching and there is weapons that uh, surround uh, the quarterback. Um, I think he could really be an absolute, you know, gem. Uh, I really, I really do. Yeah. Uh, I, I got no arguments. Um, I'm guessing I, to me, there's a, a pretty significant drop off after these top four. I'm guessing we might all have the same guy at five. I don't know if we should like say it on three or like clap our hands, but um, I have head and hooker at five. Is that who you guys have? Yeah. I have hooker at five. I have him at five as well. Yeah. So he's old as shit, right? I think he's like 25. He's 25. Um, I really liked him at Tennessee. He makes good decisions. Um, but I mean, great offense at Tennessee wasn't too hard for him. Kind of one read. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it's a big drop off. Where Where are you guys with Hendon? Do you think he's going to be something in the league? I think he, it, it's really hard to say because he's he's 25 years old and he's coming off a torn ACL and he played a lot of, like you said, really good. Like he had a really good team and a really easy offense at Tennessee. There was a lot of it was predetermined and made it really yeah. easy for him. And I feel like he could struggle with the more complex like route tree and playbook. But he is very accurate, and he he throws the deep ball very well. I know him and Jalen Hyatt had a great connection. I mean, we all saw that Alabama game. They just went absolutely insane. But it, it's really hard to like a quarterback who's 25 and coming off a torn ACL and has atrocious footwork. I mean, when he stands in the pocket, he takes a lot of unnecessary sacks. And he kind of locks onto his first read from what I've seen to him and says kind of he has to be there or I'm taking a sack. And he doesn't like to look to his second option, kind of like Justin Fields was coming out of Ohio State. So I think he could be very, very good, but he has a lot of kinks he needs to work out. So I think he will at least need two or three years. And by that point, he's 27, 28. So I just is it even worth it, you know, yeah, right. time on him. I think I, I mean he's probably gonna go day two, um, if I had to guess, but I think you're drafting him as a backup. I really do. I, I think he's just all the things you said. I'm not gonna draft this guy to to be my franchise guy. I think he can be a really good backup. And if someone goes down, uh if you got a mobile QB, they get hurt a lot, take Hendon. I think he can be a solid backup. But do you have anything uh controversial to say about Hooker? No, I really don't. I think you guys did a good job of encapsulating what he's all about. Um, he, like, Jordan, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, like, his offense made it easy for him. Like, they really did. Like, yes, he was very good, but his offense was so good. His O-line gave him time. His receivers were ridiculous. I think a couple of them are going to be drafted in this draft class, right? Yeah, like, it's they're definitely going to be drafted pretty high, I think, too. Uh, he had weapons everywhere, um, and he definitely shined. And, he, you know, he beat Alabama, which at home, you know, that's that's a win where you look at it and it's just like, holy shit. You know, you put up, I don't know, what was it, 50-something points against Alabama? I mean, that was a yeah. great win for him. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think like a second round uh, or sorry, like a day two kind of backup QB is a good spot for him. Do I think he can develop into something like a very solid backup? Sure. Uh, but I don't think he's going to be 
like a long-term starter in the in the NFL by any means. Um, but I think he could be like a very good backup uh, in case, you know, their starter goes down. And, and you know, with him too, I think it all depends on the system. Uh, I think it depends where he goes. Uh, you know, you, you say that about a lot of quarterbacks, but especially with Hendon, where there's a lot of uncertainty of where he's going, like what team he may go to in the draft, uh, especially if it's during day two. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up and if he gets any run his rookie year uh, and how he plays, because if he comes in and, and is a gunslinger and he's got time and he, you know, can can make some plays, then it's like maybe this guy is, you know, is worth hanging on to and developing really hard uh, to possibly become a starter. But right now, as you know, where we stand, I don't see him being a long term starter in the NFL. Uh, I think he's very solid backup, though. Very solid backup yeah. choice. I don't want to like label him as a career backup this early. I just think if I'm a GM, I'm not going to look at him and be like, oh, this is our guy. He's going to he's going to take us, you know, where we need to get to. But I think that about wraps it up for this segment. Zwick, it was great to have you. Um, yes. Love the love the rankings. Love what you had to say about the QBs. NFL draft is eight days away, fellas. So I think which is insane, by the way, it's coming. It, it like, you know, so yeah. it's here. Draft comes quick for sure. Um, yeah, maybe we come back. We do some some post draft talk. Talk about uh, your list after the draft. Maybe we uh, move those Vikings and move those lines maybe, up. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the lines up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, all right, thank you boys for coming. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, come back for more Zwickow. See you later. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cut it off. Nobody kidding. Fuck on my line. I'm gonna keep it up with y'all. But shorty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy. I want to try. She looking too good. Can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Think I won the lotto. This little mulatto. She could be a model. She want to show me some. Think I won the lotto. This little mulatto. She could be a model.